Welcome to Is This Thing Working? And I'm Denise. Hey, and I'm James. And hey, tonight, because of the topics that we're going to discuss, we are going to put out a disclaimer, which we should put out a disclaimer each and every time we do a show. But anyway, because based on what we're doing, we're going to talk about something that really needs this. So here's a disclaimer. Um, Tonight, Denise and I would like to state for the record, our podcast is this thing working. We do hereby state that our opinions expressed are our own and does not reflect the opinions of the USPS. And to add to that, we do not represent or speak for or on behalf of the USPS. So with saying that, then let's get started. All right, but before we get started with the show, we would like to ask you to please share, follow, and stomp that like button. This helps to spread the word about our podcast and helps us grow with every, with every episode that we publish. And thank you so much. But James and I are going to do something different on our show tonight. You know, we, we told you from the start that we were going to bring news, politics, culture. And we've brought a lot of news and we've brought a lot of politics. But to be fair... The past two to three months that we've been doing this, there's been a lot of things happening in our political world. And and so we had kind of went that way with it, and we kind of skipped out on the culture. Man, I think the last time we even talked about anything culture-wise was the Oliver Anthony, Nor- uh, Richmond, North Richmond, of Richmond, Richmond, yep. and Miranda Lambert mm-hmm. when she when she asked her, or her fans to sit down. Yes. You know, Jason Aldean's Don't Try That in a Small Town. Yeah, those were fun. Yeah. So we miss doing culture. Yes, we do. And to start out, the definition of workplace culture is the overall character of the business. Often unique in the or- to the organization, workplace culture can include elements such as the business's values, beliefs, behaviors, goals, attitudes, and work practices. Ideally, businesses want to create a culture that is viewed as positive. Now, you, you gave you you gave some examples of of the culture, like the values, the values, and the beliefs, and behaviors. Okay, and and those are those are something that's embedded into each organization, each company that are, that is out there that people work for. Yeah, kind of like a mission. Kind of like a mission, exactly. That mission can either be done in a positive way or in a, in a negative, negative way, way. Mm-hmm. you know, and, and all of that is based on the components of the workforce and the management that oversees them. You know? Correct. Yep. What's your idea of a positive workplace? Let's see, to, to be able to go to work yeah. every day and do my job and be respected and rewarded yeah. and feel good about the hard work that I've done to feel you know, that your hard work meant something. Yes. And treat, you know, where we work at the USPS, it is so noisy. Well, most. It, between the. Um, it's production work. Production work. But you have management in the background screaming over the noise. So it puts you at this like. Edgy. Edgy yeah. feeling all the time. Yeah. You know, I would like that to go away. I would like maybe them to walk and talk to whoever they're yelling. You know, I don't necessarily say everything that that time they open their mouth, they yell. (laughs) That's not what I'm saying. 
And, and not I'm every time is, that they do talk, yeah, it's something negative. It's that's, something negative. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is it's just, you know. The environment. The environment is just so edgy all yeah. the time. I would like that they, to go They create away. edginess because they micromanage. Yes. Yeah. My ideas of a, of a positive workplace, like you, like you mentioned, it's a mutual respect between coworkers. Right. You know, and a mutual respect between management and coworkers. Also, there ought to be there ought to be a culture of a teamwork attitude in there. And I know based on on, on us being in this situation that we're in, there are certain crafts. You know, the, you got clerks that that's, that's their job to to take care of the front desk and the customers, and and you've got the clerks that sit back there and they take care of accountables and and those kind of express things, and also to sort packages for us. But there is still a teamwork attitude in there in, in that sense. And that's what you want to try to, you want to build that culture of that in there, a teamwork attitude. Teamwork, yes. You need proper training. You know, there ought to be, there ought to be more than just, hey, we're going to have a stand up talk here. Let's read about heat exhaustion today. And it's November 23rd, you know. <laughs> Which I mean, happens to, all yeah. the time. And, and so you, you want a productive place. Yes. You know, you want pr- productivity all the way around. You want it in your in your workforce, and you want that productivity in your management. You don't need management being counterproductive to you and what you're doing. To me, your management team, their job is to train you, give you the resources and the tools available that you need to do your job. Yes. And that's their job. Nothing else. That's their job. And to pay me. That's yes. their job as well. <laughs> yeah, and and we, we. Other than that, yeah, we should not have any problems. I agree. My job is to work for I them. I agree. And to follow the directions and, yeah. that and, I've been taught right. to do my job, and their job is to pay me. The, I guess the last thing that I would want to say about what's my idea of a positive workplace, and I've worked in these in these positive workplaces before. I've been in those, and, and it was a good thing. I spent 15 years at a company who had these kind of things in practice, you know, and they did. They, it, it was, you know, you were, we had quarterly bonuses there. We had awards. You had goals you met. You had you know, your your goals were, were outlined for you. You knew what you had to meet. Right. But when you met those goals, instead of instead of them going, okay, you've met that goal. You're going to meet it every time now. You better do it. And and jumping down your throat the next time that you didn't, you know, if we had a, we had a set metrics, uh, you know, of goals, and when we reached those goals, then every three months we were acknowledged and we were rewarded for those in the form of quarterly bonuses and before it became a tax issue we were given gift certificates to places um matter of fact in one of our safety awards at this company that i worked for for a while if you had zero accidents zero you know zero incidents zero accidents zero incidences you know we would have a a booklet they'd bring a, a booklet out there you know that would have different items in it and and based on which quarter that it was throughout the year, first, second, third, or fourth, the prizes got bigger. So by the end of the year, man, people were getting these little drill presses or, you know, a meat smoker. Or, right. Yeah, it was really cool. And and that was big incentive, and it built morale. Right. You know, and, and what I see in where we work, meritocracy 
doesn't matter a whole lot. No, it doesn't because what is it um, where we work? It goes by seniority. doesn't matter if you're a good worker. Right. It doesn't so matter. So it doesn't pay any, it doesn't more, pay any, any less. more or less. That's um, right. And you the don't worst. work for something. And if you do, it takes for years. It takes yeah. years to get there. Yeah. You know, so that's another thing that's just on your back all the time. Yeah. You know, am I Toxic. ever going to be? Yeah. A regular or am i ever gonna get career well, it, it is just, what it's called yeah and it and it just creates a, a bad morale yeah it just helps without to create teamwork. bad morale without you teamwork know, because you don't want to work together <laughs> right you know what i'm saying if the management kind of plays us against each other yes and i've seen it so many times yeah and and it and it's the fear of division. retaliation. These are the negative things. Mm, these, you know, these, these are, are the, the negative things. These are the that... bad workplace culture. You know, the 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 feeling of intimidation. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said earlier, hey, you know, you you gave me this set of standards, and my route's supposed to take me seven and a half hours to run. I go out there and I run it in seven. Instead of you going, hey, based on what all you had to do today, you did a great job, man. I appreciate that. Instead of doing that. They go the next day, regardless of what you have, what you don't have there for production that day. Now they're pushing you to be back in that time. Well, today's different than yesterday was. Yes. You know, today is it's different. different every single it's different day. different every single day. That's exactly right. The volumes are different every single day. You know, a, a cookie cutter standard or a blanket policy against, you know, those are bad. You know, there's no meritocracy rewarded in it, in it you know. And it's because it's micromanaged to that point. Okay, so I guess while we're on the subject of workplace culture, and we've kind of talked back and forth here about what we think is a, our idea of a positive workplace, you know, and, and some of the things that we've seen that make it not such a positive place. Also, the negatives, I guess. I guess some of the things that we've been talking about right now, I guess our ideas of a positive workplace you know, and it's based on just what we've seen where where we're at. Some of the things that we see that could be better, we ain't got it as bad as some places do. And that's what we need to bring out. The East Texas Banner, which is a publication over out in Jasper, Newton, and Tyler counties here in East Texas. It's a newspaper news publication that's been out called the East Texas Banner. They were contacted by... An employee of the USPS office there in Jasper, they were contacted by him and done an interview with him. When you talk about workplace culture, here's a couple of minutes of this kind of leading it up. He's going to introduce this. Just check out what what he talks about. You are listening to East Texas Banner at EastTexasBanner.com. I am sitting here with Chase Simmons. Chase, I appreciate you sitting down with us. Thank you. Uh, just wanted to let you kind of air out your story. Uh, from what I understand, obviously you work at the uh, United States United States Postal Service in Jasper. Yes. Okay. And what's your position there? I'm a custodial. Okay. All right. So, what does a custodial do? Mainly, I just keep the building clean, you know, bathroom and such. Uh, okay. All kinds of duties actually included with it, lawn care, things of that nature. Okay. All right. So you had an incident or allegedly had an incident uh, back, when was this? August 30th. On August 30th. Okay. Tell us a little bit about your 
incident with the postmaster? So on August 30th, I get to work typically at 7 a.m. And I got to work and I, one of the first things I always do is I go into the postmaster's office, kind of figure out what he wants personally, change, trash, things like that, that nature. Um, he sat me down and he asked me, he said, hey, did you bring in these particular crab cages the day before? I said, yeah, I did. You know, I, I staged them. He goes, well, you forgot to put what is called a first in, first out sheet on. I said, you know what, you're right, I didn't do that. He goes, you know, they've been firing postmasters and stuff like this. If I get fired because of you coming to your home, it'll probably get bloody and I'm probably going to jail. Wow. Yeah, and I think this postmaster went a little bit above board. <laughs> a little bit too much. What a, what a crazy man. Yeah, he ain't right in the head. This is scary, though. You know, I mean, if a postmaster can come in and just talk to you like that, what do you perceive that as? Well, that's that's bullying. That's harassment, and that's threatening. That's threats. Yeah, that's a threat. That is a big threat. You know, and at the Postal Service, they have a no-tolerance policy. And in their in their ELM 53, Employee and Labor Relations Manual, violent and or threatening behavior similarly, there may be no tolerance of harassment, intimidation, threats, or bullying by anyone at any level. Violation of this policy may result in disciplinary action, including removal from the Postal Service. So my my problem with this is he still has a job. Yeah, there was a zero-tolerance policy, and and that's kind of the the thing he he talked about later on in the interview, too, where, you know, he meticulously covers all his bases. He started in his chain of command. The first thing that he done was he went to his supervisor about it, which is what he was supposed to do, not the postmaster who threatened him, but his his supervisor and he goes to his supervisor and tells them what happened and they tell him to go on and go to lunch you know and calm down for a little bit but after that he he done that he followed all his procedures and he goes through his chain of command correctly he done all his steps he was supposed to do and he goes on later i think you have that there yes i do here we go you know, I've had incidences where he's clack like he's going to kick me in the face. Oh, I bet you I could kick you in the face, and he does a, a kick, and it comes about right here to your face, you know, just, just inches. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and then people will be like, why don't you, like, block or something like that? Like, what, why? Like, if he kicks me, he kicks me, right. you know? His hand's not going to say Nothing him. I can do about that. If he kicks me, he kicks me. So this this situation that happened, according to you, happened in uh, at the end of August. Mm-hmm. Um, he basically, from what I'm hearing, uh, he threatened to come to your home. He said it would allegedly get bloody, mm-hmm. and he would go to jail. He'd probably go to jail. Yeah. That's how that's how he phrased it. Yeah. Well, so he has, from what you're saying. You know, you're seeing a little bit of a history, and then now it's kind of escalated to this, mm-hmm. this situation, and you've gone up the channels 
of um, inside the U.S. Postal Service. You've gone up your channels. What's uh, and you talk to your union? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, what's our objective with sharing this with the public? I want to hold them accountable. Exactly. They've got to be held accountable. And something like that, I want to tell you something. The very first time he said, I might come to your house and it's going to get bloody, I'd have probably quit my job. I'd have probably just got up and left. I'd have been like, hey, that's it. I got to go. You know? Yeah, it would have scared me too. Well, hey, everybody, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. And I hope you've enjoyed the show. Hope you've learned some things about what's going on around us in the nation and in your communities. You know, we couldn't do this without your continued support either. We appreciate all of you showing up, taking the time to listen to us today. So please, like I say, make sure to hit the like button, share our show with all your friends. We'll see you next time on Is This Thing Working? And as always, I'm James, and that's my lovely co-host over there. Denise. And we'll see you next time. We're out.